This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Some Republicans in the last week have been saying 30 seats. Um, we are not. Uh, we are not in that ballpark. But this was not the red wave the polls had suggested. We, uh, we didn't have a red wave. It was a blue wave. And just look at this map. Right? That's not a red wave. Uh, that's nothing like a red wave. Am I wrong to say that's the headline this morning? Not a red wave as we were hoping Maybe a little bit expecting. I think that's the big headline this morning. Good morning and welcome into Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I am Brandon Rather, joined by Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, Brian Housworth, producer Hannah. What would be your headline this morning? Yeah, I woke up this morning feeling a bit disappointed. Mm. Marsh, what's your headline? Still waiting for the smoke to clear on a lot of those races. But yeah, kind of tracking along with Steph. Uh, not what we expected to that degree. Well, that's a really long headline. How's <laughs> <laughs> Howsworth, what's your headline? If you're writing for uh, the Jefferson City News Tribune, what's your headline? Well, that's putting it about Jeff City News Tribune, a mid-Missouri audience. I would pay, say Republicans control every statewide office for first time in 100 years. I like that optimism this morning. I, I mean, the best I've seen it described, red mirage, is that we thought we were going to get the red wave and we didn't get it. Kind of that red red haze you get. I don't know if you've ever smoked marijuana in your life. <laughs> But you a smoke big a win little for bit. marijuana <laughs> last night. A big win for Come marijuana. A lot going on this morning. Producer Hannah, your headline? Meh. <laughs> okay, I like it. <laughs> M-E-A. That's good. It's concise, right? I mean, where's New your... York Post kind of style. Hannah has the best... You know, she makes the... Uh, the, the I'm not going to make the noise. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel about Boone County. Can we make that one again? Boone County? <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. But, you know, it, it is interesting, and that is, and, and I was very specific. You, you asked a great question there, Brandon. You specifically said that if I was writing it for the Jeff City News Tribune, because literally you could write about 10 different headlines here. Democrats, if you were writing for the Columbia Tribune, the Democrats did very well. They actually did extremely well, yeah. better, better than we, I mean, some huge upsets. By the same token, uh, if you were looking at statewide, I think I'm not sure there's a bigger issue in terms of Kansas City than that police funding issue. I mean, there's just a lot there on the ballot and all the any other day we would be talking about this prowler on the on the loose in Columbia. And that story has been buried because of the election. I mean, it's just it was a very wild, unusual election day. I've never seen anything like it. And locally, we're going to drill down. So here's what we're waiting on nationally. Uh Huge surprise. As a matter of fact, I can't wait till Gary Nolan comes on at 9 o'clock this morning. His take on that Fetterman-Oz race. I can't... Uh, I'm dumbfounded. Dumbfounded as to how the people of Pennsylvania can vote for this guy, especially with his illness following his recovery from a stroke. Dumbfounded. I don't understand how that happens. Uh, J.D. Vance wins in Ohio. And then there's still some of those other big Senate races. Arizona, we're kind of still... Still waiting on, and then Georgia. And this is a real possibility. How many times have we said the phrase Georgia and uh, do-over in the same uh, a runoff election is very possible there in that race. Likely, between, I think. Yeah, very likely between Herschel Walker and, uh, and Raphael Warnock. So not what we were hoping for in the Senate. The House on a national level looking a little better right now. I think locally the big... So marijuana, legal marijuana passes. Big question there. Uh, so, because people want to know, okay, that's great, it's passed. 
When can we start getting high legally? Should be able to do that by early 2023. Okay, so <laughs> pretty quickly, pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, no. the, the the timeline in the initiative. I know from the state's yeah. perspective, you know, they've been looking at it, working on it for months, trying to anticipate what changes were going to be need needed to be made because it is basically a, a really quick turnaround, especially it, when we're talking about government. And that's interesting. He says January 2023 or whenever they can start to do it because Emily Manley, who reports for Channel Two in St. Louis was at some event in Columbia where the final results came in and she has videos on her Twitter page and everyone in the room lit up and started smoking marijuana on television last night and they, they were taking deep pulls. I mean, yeah. you know, they really were on television. They didn't seem to be uh, afraid, afraid point, of their... Points for using the phrase, they were taking deep pulls. Oh, I, I saw that, I saw, I saw that on, on Twitter. I don't know what that I means. I wouldn't know what the right phrase <laughs> was. Hollsworth didn't know you had it in you, buddy. Oh, yeah. And the thing I, with I Amendment 3, Twitter. I think... Uh, Brownies for everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, gummy in every pot. Huh? Right. Uh, and it's interesting. Stephanie Bell and I, we uh, we emceed the homecoming parade mm -hmm. uh, a, a couple of uh, weeks ago. Great parade, number one takeaway. Number two takeaway, great community turnout. I think number three takeaway from that parade. Someone was getting high early. A lot of people. <laughs> Sticky icky at Old Mizzou. You know, I think, but for Republicans, I mean, we're people about freedom. And although I would choose in my own life to make different choices with respect to a whole bunch of different things, and I choose not to partake in marijuana. Not that I will, that, not, not that that's the choice for my full life. Maybe I will make a different choice in the future. January 2023, but, she'll be making a different choice. But, you know, do I think other people should have the yeah, freedom yeah. to do it? And, you know, I went to a conference and they talked about... Uh, cognitive freedom, freedom to change your cognitive state. And they were talking about more than marijuana, but even, I mean, and the legislature has kind of been there too. Um, and so I think more conservatives are, are freedom-minded about drugs than they have been in the past yeah but and, and the question is that what if what if they get into a car in like these people on television last night and drive them I and that is that is a concern and stephanie also um the supporters outspent according to one report i read 700 to once uh and it barely passed it passed because of the votes in the city the two cities. If, the, if those votes hadn't come in from the city, that thing would have lost. And one interesting question that I do think, you know, and again, I, I have done work for the proponents and, and folks on the show who listen here know that. But I do think in the past there have been calls about amending the Constitution. The Secretary of State has been very supportive of some of those changes. And one of the changes that people have said is, look, we need to change the requirement to change the Constitution. It needs to be a 60 percent vote or a two thirds vote that we shouldn't be able to just change the Constitution with the 50 percent uh plus one vote and if you go back and look over the history of how many initiatives have passed most of them don't get to that two-thirds and so few. people are like we should make it harder to change the constitution so i wonder because how, how, of how close this vote is if in the spring if in january when the legislature starts if we will get a call for initiative reform and then quentin lucas is saying that he wants to take the that kansas city police funding to court yeah and that's something we're going to cover later on the show that's an interesting thing quentin lucas in kansas city he's an interesting cat anyway uh, this was not a surprise. The voters have spoken. The polls have closed and the results are in. Tonight, the people of Missouri have voted for a new direction.
and a new generation of leadership to save America. Eric Schmidt elected to the Senate. He'll be taking over Roy Blunt's seat when he's done in January. Brian Houseworth and I were just, uh, we spent some time Monday with Eric Schmidt. Mm -hmm. kind of his pro And Mike Parson was there. And I don't mm -hmm. think that was completely expected. Scott Fitzpatrick, he also wins that auditor's seat. He was also there. And that's almost history making in the state of Missouri now. Yeah, and, and I've never seen anything like it because we've, we've had two Republican senators before. And there's generally always been at least one Democrat in the uh, in 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 a statewide office for the last seven years after Jay Nixon and a couple other Democrats uh, left, it was Nicole Galloway. She's been auditor for seven years. She didn't run again. And according to Scott Fitzpatrick, Scott Fitzpatrick is saying this is the first time in 100 years Republicans will control every statewide office and they dominate. Those were landslide victories. The the unusual thing. Alan Green and Trudy Bush Valentine both carried Boone County easily. That tells you something. That tells me that Caleb Browden's Senate seat in two years, it's in jeopardy of going to the Democrats. Again, you look at the uh, the map, the red-blue map this morning uh, on some of those races. It's like every election. You're looking at all the red counties in Missouri, and there's three blue dots. Kansas City, St. Louis, and... Columbia. Boone County and even Springfield got a little bit more blue yeah. and some people locally I saw that were really excited. I know folks know the name like Stephen Weber and I saw on Twitter he was pretty pleased and that I think is one name that is has been floated out there right about the Boone County. I've heard seat. his name and he he almost beat Caleb Browden in 2016. I mean yeah. he, he he did the Cooper County numbers came in but I know his name has been mentioned out there um, in, in, in Brandon mentioned Springfield. The Republicans, or excuse me, the Democrats appear to have three Missouri House seats in Springfield itself. That would have been And now they of. have three in Boone County. That would have been unheard of. So locally, the biggest story, let's start Cole County. Uh, John, nothing really seismic uh, happened in Cole County yesterday. 53% turnout was probably about the most seismic thing when the clerk was calling for 35%. And some of the anecdotal stuff we heard about the supposedly disguised Department of Justice agents who were masquerading as Ameren line crews <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem to pan out at one of the roll polling places. 50% turnout, Cole County. Last true midterm, 2018, they had 63% uh, turnout. Boone County turnout, almost 50%. Last midterm, several years ago, only 37%. So that's the big thing in Cole County. 296 provisional ballots here, too. That was more than we expected. Uh, and the big story for us locally here in mid-Missouri this morning, we have lost two Republican conservative seats on a state level in the House of Representatives. 50th congressional seat, Jim Musgraves, uh, retired Navy commander, uh, loses. Uh, to uh, Douglas Mann, and then that 47th district seat. Adrian Plank, I don't know how many times he's run for that seat. Chuck Basie was holding on to the seat. John Martin, local businessman, he was in that race as a Republican. Those two seats, 47th and 50th seat, those are now Democrat seats. Because if you're in Boone County, everything... By the way, countywide, all Democrats winning yesterday. Steve Spellman here, 635. Maybe to steal Steph's headline, some optimism, uh, maybe. But all the countywide offices in Boone County all went to the Dems. I think a little bit of optimism there. They were scoring in the, in the 40, 45, 46%. So it's not as bad is what we usually see in Boone County for Republicans. But that was kind of good. Steve Spellman here, 635. But losing two, just locally, losing two conservative seats here. And I saw Representative Reich at our uh, Eagle Show Me event on Monday. And she, she said, you know, I just really hope I'm not the only one left in Boone. And she she is. She is. And to, and to put that in perspective, and 
keep in mind that uh, bef- it was Caleb Jones, and then for years, uh, just Republicans in all these seats, uh, Chuck Basie and everybody else. But to put it in perspective, how strong the Democrats performed in Boone County, Trudy Bush Valentine beat Eric Schmidt by 10,000 votes in this county. That is, uh, that's much more than, than I would have expected. That is, again, that's a huge Democratic turnout. All right, things we are covering for you this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, your reaction. And you want to play, what is your headline this morning? Howsworth's headline for the newspaper is, can you repeat what your headline is this morning? Uh, Republicans to control every Missouri statewide office for first time in 100 years. All right, shortened it a little bit. Steph, your headline? I need Hannah's help. Boone County. <laughs> Hannah, your headline? Meh. My headline, not a red wave. What would your headline be today? 874-9390. You can text those to us. AJ says, hey, don't forget, Missouri elected a dead man to a senatorial position. Brandon's headline via text, Americans vote to continue. Whoa, whoa. To take it in. All right. Coming up. Oh, yikes. Daily DC Rundown. What do you have for us, Steph? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. We've looked very closely at the numbers. Uh, We feel very confident that there's no way that uh, they can really make up that gap. Uh, But I'm not not going to, you know... uh, declare victory until all the numbers are in. That's Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson. That's one of those races still not decided as we're approaching almost 630 day after the election. And this is one of those things that's now getting us into today's daily D.C. rundown with Stephanie Bell. According to current counts, Johnson is in the lead, but we're also watching very closely. So uh, we know we're going to pick up some seats in the House. The Senate still is a draw. Um, We're still watching Georgia, Nevada, Alabama, uh, did I get them all? I think. Georgia, Nevada, Alabama. Not Alabama, Arizona, sorry. Close. Been I a have, long, long couple I of have days not for slept enough. But yeah, so those those states are still counting. And of course, Arizona was kind of a, a dumpster fire yesterday with, with issues and, uh, and other things. So we're still counting there. Um, hopefully we know more today, but we might not. So uh, obviously the big the big story is is Pennsylvania. Uh, I, I, what are the people of that state doing? I, I, I'm speechless. I, I don't uh, uh, understand that. Was it the Oprah endorsement? Uh, people bought uh, Oprah favorite things. One of her favorite things was John Fetterman. I just, I, I you know, even if it, let's say there's a Republican that we like and they've had some serious health issues. We're like, yeah, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing this. It's not good for you personally and it's not good for the people you're going to ideally try to represent. Yeah, so no red wave in the Senate really. And then also I know there was some significant hope in the with governor's races like New York and other places and we didn't get a red wave there either. Um, but we're still hoping that maybe we will tie the Senate or take one seat, but it's not it's not looking great. So here's where we are right now in the Senate race. There's still four Senate seats left in play according to Fox News. It's basically it's uh, it's 48-48 in some of those outstanding races. Herschel, uh, Herschel Walker, Raphael Warnock in Georgia. Uh, Laxel in, yeah, Laxel in Nevada, Masters in, in um, Arizona. So we're still watching those. Um, but some things that we do know uh, are marijuana. Missouri passed uh, marijuana yesterday. Uh, there was marijuana in on the ballot in Maryland as well, and it, it was also approved. But in two other states, Arkansas and North Dakota, they voted down the recreational marijuana. So still kind of a split in the states on marijuana, although 21 states have now approved recreational use of marijuana. Also, two states picked up um, photo ID uh issues. And so Nebraska added photo ID and actually Arizona's still counting. They're kind of trying to modify their photo ID 
um, there's kind of an exception there, and they're trying to get rid of that. Obviously, they've had some issues, so they're still counting. But, you know, Missouri use, photo ID was uh, first used. This, it, it, Remember, we didn't have it in August. We had it in November. And, you know, as far as I saw Twitter, social media, everything else um, in, in all my work yesterday, you know, I didn't see any widespread issues with people, you know, having any difficulties trying to vote with a photo ID. Back to the uh, drug stuff, the recreational marijuana in Colorado. They were voting on magic mushrooms. They were. They were. It was It was in the We had a bill in, in our own house on, well, on psilocybin, but, yeah. you know. Psilocybin, the uh, ingredient in the uh, shrooms, which is, by the way, there is actually, there's been a lot of success with, uh, with psilocybin in treating, especially veterans with PTSD. There's been a lot of applications as it relates to treating people with depression. I think the number is still not solid yet in Colorado, still not done. Um, but with a good portion of the vote counted, legalized psilocybin. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Size Missouri government. Our state employees are one of the lowest paid uh, state governments in the country, but I believe we're about the seventh largest state government per capita. That's Republican Jim Schulte winning House District Seat 49, Callaway County, chatting with KRCG earlier this week. So he wins a seat uh, currently held by Travis Fitzwater. He's moving on as he wins the Senate seat in that race. Matter of fact, Travis Fitzwater joins us on the show. New state senator, state senator-elect Travis Fitzwater here, 735 this morning. Scott Fitzpatrick is going to be joining us here on the show at 810 this morning. There's an in, there's some interesting things happening. So Scott Fitzpatrick, then state treasurer, he moves up into the uh, auditor's office seat held by Nicole Galloway. Uh, all the big statewide elected offices, Republicans, Republicans, Republicans. But then kind of the aftermath of what's going to be happening here. Yeah, I mean, well, at the local level, we had some really bizarre things happen. Of course, in Boone County, we had two seats that were previously Republican flip over to uh, Democrats. And then down, um, there were two Republicans elsewhere uh, who lost, um, and incumbent Republicans in the state house who lost. Uh, and then a lot of the races were really close. And so we talk, you know, we had the tie here in Boone County in April. And we talk about how every vote counts. You think about how many people vote in these state house races. It's in the thousands. I mean, in the John Martin race, what do we have? 14, 15,000? Four different races were decided by less, well, uh, right around 200 votes. So 179, 109. We lost an incumbent by 47 votes in Clay County. Uh, and we lost a Republican in Greene County for it, by 202 votes in the state house. I mean, every 47 votes out of thousands of votes. Gosh. And that's why we say not only do we say it, but we mean it. It's a real thing when we say every single vote counts. We'll go back to the uh, city council race back in April. Longtime incumbent Carl Scala and Roy Lovelady uh, tied with over two, 2,200 votes cast. Crazy. Dead tie. And then, of course, Roy Lovelady went on to win uh, overwhelmingly that seat. And it's interesting, before we move forward here, and Steve Spellman, who you hear here on the show from time to time, follows uh, local politics for us. He was at uh, some Republican parties last night. Want to get his reaction to uh, to what happened. But the thing that's remarkable about that Roy Lovelady, who now he's been on the show several times, ta- saw him at the airport, the grand opening for the new terminal at the airport a couple weeks ago. And he comes up and he says, i got to tell you guys, and these are his words. He said, you know, people said, well, you know, Roy, you're a gay, black, cross-dressing hairdresser. You have no business on going on to Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. Roy Lovelady said this to me at the airport terminal grand opening a couple weeks ago. He says... 
thank you guys for having me on your show from time to time. And he says, I really believe you guys are why I won. So I thought that was uh, pretty impressive. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, Brian uh, Brian, Fit right in with this crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, he's a cool cat. And I think, you know, on the show here, we don't, whatever. You got to do good stuff. It it, it just, it, it doesn't matter. But it's one of those, we talk about stereotypes a lot in our audience. The the cool thing about having Roy Lovelady when he was uh, coming on our show during that campaign for that city council seat uh, was the audience reaction. Yeah, and I think he does fit in with this crowd because he's kind of like a no BS authentic guy. He said he does he doesn't try to be somebody else. He told us who he was. He spoke his mind, and I think that's what you know as as somebody who you know as part of the family. I don't appreciate when I'm hearing something and I'm seeing people's actions or I know them to be a hypocrite. And, you know, we can disagree on the issues, but if you're straight up with me and I know where you're going to be, I respect. Right. And I think that's where I think that's what got him elected. So Scott Fitzpatrick, he's going to be here. He will now be the auditor for the state of Missouri seat uh, held right now by Nicole Galloway. Republicans all across the board on a statewide level. Quite in the Cole County big story, John. Uh, So we're writing headlines this morning. Hannah's headline for the election as a whole? Meh. Boone County. Uh, my <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I'm here for, guys. Mine Fart is... noises. <laughs> Not a red wave. Marsh, what's your headline? I got a new one. Okay. Who's going to be our next attorney general in Missouri? That's another big story. Mike Parson will be appointing two more people to office. Send us your headline, 874-9390. The election, what would you, what would your headline, if you were writing for a newspaper, say you were writing for the Missouri, and as Steve Spellman does a lot, what would your headline be? Darren says, we are screwed. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Uh, Stuart. My headline would be, what in the crap is the matter with our country? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and locally, so we did not get the red wave. And I think in Boone County, kind of as expected. Steve Spellman, who joins us on the show from time to time, ingrained in local issues, local politics, regular fill-in, regular guest here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. You were at, some, at uh, the Republican watch parties last night. Uh, take us there, man. What was the mood as we watched locally the results roll in? Yeah, good morning, everybody. You know, it's kind of the results rolled in at, what, 10 or whatever it is now these days. Uh, just the, the realization that uh, local conservatives, Republican candidates, uh, countywide in Boone County, which includes, uh, you know, University Town of Columbia, liberal progressive uh, area, um, it just didn't work out, as you guys were saying. Um, it's very uh, uncanny, uh, both Connie Leopard and uh, Shimon Jones, who run for countywide office, very, very similar number of votes. 26,000 to uh, 34,000 their uh, opponent got. So they both lost by about 8,000. Saw Dustin stand for treasurer. He has good uh, crossover potential with maybe some Democrats with the, the farmer's market, you know, the business he's in, good name recognition. He's still lost by 3,000. And especially Jason Gibson for a county auditor. Very unusual situation. Many uh, local Democrats, you know, moderate establishment Democrats, respected in the community among politicos and so forth. They were kind of secretly pulling for him because he already works in that office. And the Democrat opponent is, uh, we'll just say, not the best uh, uh, person there. And uh, he still lost by 2,000. And I don't think she'd mind me saying, but Connie Leppert was, you know, just kind of 
looked really tired and, <laughs> you know, losing this ever putting in, you know, a little college try and everything. But it's like, if Jason Gibson can't win in Boone County this cycle, who else has a chance? Is and it, uh, that was really the story here. Is it fair to say Boone County went from a royal blue to navy blue last night? Yeah, and, you know, it's, uh, I'm sure you guys will get into analyzing, you know, voter turnout. It was uh, about 49%, I think I saw from the county clerk's website. Um, and, you know, I think the consensus is, you know, you know, Democrats come out. It's uh, government's very important to them. Uh, you know, they have a, a collective nature and philosophy. And, uh, you know, voting is a important part of their life. And conservatives, many conservatives, especially I was hearing some folks that were going door to door, like younger folks, uh, uh, maybe outside of town, just you know, kind of apathy. It's like, yeah, it doesn't make a difference. I don't know. They might yell at the radio or, or the TV, but you know, come out to vote. It's like, yeah, you know, all right. And that uh, collection of people not showing up. I mean, you can't miss that there was an election yesterday. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people aren't living in a cave that didn't know what's up, but. Only half of the registered voters showed up, and um, you know a lot of those probably would uh, lean conservative. That didn't didn't show. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. Our guest Steve Spellman here on Wake Up Mid Missouri, kind of looking at the the some of the local stuff. I want to ask you. Um, so it bums me out. So we had one lone Republican in the countywide office, Dustin Stanton, who's an incredible story. His political stuff aside, incredible story. Uh, he loses, but I'm looking at County Auditor, uh, and that is one that blows me away too. And this is one that tells me people don't do their homework. Ryman uh, beating Jason Gibson, who is a stand up guy. Kyle Ryman fired from. From the city of Columbia, and I believe right now still embroiled in a lawsuit against the city. I mean, the guy is just bad news, and people don't do their homework when they go and vote for that guy because he has a D behind his name. It tells me people don't do their homework. But I want to get your opinion on this. I don't want to keep you too long, Steve. So I'm looking at these races, and I have yet to have time to compare them to, but I know anecdotally uh, in the years that I've been here, it feels a little bit better. Uh, County Treasurer, the Democrat, won by six points. Auditor Kyle won that seat by four points. Uh, recorder of Deeds, a little bit uh, uh, bigger of a gain there. But some of these races were fairly close. Is it kind of like Steph? Uh, one of her part, part of her headline is optimism this morning. Is that optimism for conservatives and Republicans in Boone County that we're getting in the 40s? <laughs> uh, it didn't feel like that last night. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, especially that Jason Gibson one where there were Democrats in the community actively going for him. I mean, maybe not, you know, publicly because, you know, they want to play nice at the party. But you saw street corners in town where all Democrats signed, you know, Valentine and all the other people. And then you had Republican Jason Gibson in the fray. I mean, that's such an unusual situation. And he didn't even make it. I, um, you know, I, I guess maybe uh, as the days go by, I might get a little rosier about, you know, maybe making progress because, you know, in, in Boone County government, it's been, you know, Democrats across the board um, for a long time. That's been the case. And, um, you know, maybe cracking at it, but, you know, more today, it feels like we just need a new strategy. Um, I don't know if, you know, in a, a liberal college town leading with a, you know, MAGA hat and that sort of thing is going to convince anybody, maybe yeah. along with faithful and getting the base worked up. But if you want to actually, you know, change voting habits and change minds and hearts, you know, that's what that's how politics are going to follow. And, um, yeah, I, I think regrouping here locally and 
you know, thankfully, uh, you know, statewide top of the ticket type stuff and the people that mid-Missourians are sending to Congress in Washington. Uh, you know, we're going to have Eric Schmidt there. I guess that's, you know, that's good, but he's going to be what, rubbing elbows with this Fetterman guy who I'll be back in Pennsylvania in rehab or something, but yeah, I, I don't know. Crazy. That's another top. Uh, our guest, Steve Spellman, talking about uh, some of this local election stuff this morning here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Steve, you hit it on the head when you said liberal college town and the the blue wave for Columbia, yeah. Boone County, and all that. It's it's funny what a difference thirty miles makes because the state senator, both state re- representatives, and everyone at the courthouse and elected positions in Cole County is a Republican. Yeah, I think there's that uh, rural urban divide. Uh, I grew up in the Midway area in western Boone County. My folks live out there. Uh, typically on Saturdays anymore, we'll take a little road trip, even during you know later part of COVID. We'll go down to Versailles and Moberly and Lynn and Herman and so forth, and it is Trump country. I mean, there are flags people got from years ago. They're tattered. And, uh, there ain't no Biden stuff or anything out there. And, well, you go in Columbia, and I was going up uh, to the watch party last night up West Boulevard, west side of town. And I've never seen such a density of uh, vote for the climate yard signs in my life. And, I mean, it's just, it's a different world in uh, different parts of the community. And this this John Martin race, um, you know, his new district was Chuck Basie's kind of, but part of rural Boone County, but then a deep blue part of uh, West Central Columbia that, you know, uh, always votes very deep blue. And um, we thought John Martin was... Had a shot at it, but he didn't quite make it even. So, um, Steve yeah, Spellman, different, uh, different philosophies. Yeah, different philosophies. As a matter of fact, you talk about you see some of those signs vote for climate change. You go down West Boulevard in Columbia. <laughs> right. My goodness, like man. Them, I think. I yeah, that place is woke central. It's like walking into a Schnucks grocery store at Foreman Stadium. Steve Spellman attending uh, watch parties for us locally last night. We appreciate you joining us this yeah. morning here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. Bottom line, national level there are still four senate seats left in play we still don't have a winner in that senate race in arizona and in georgia and nevada wisconsin uh that's coming down to the wire too so these are races that we're watching for you this morning did i leave anything important out there herschel walker georgia uh senate race Raphael warnick very likely that could go to uh because uh, that senate seat as they've had those do-over elections before. It wasn't good for us the last time. Uh, more headlines. Your headlines. We all, we've all written headlines for this morning. Uh, following election results, we're going to share some of those. And Trump being interviewed last night about this election. You've endorsed more than 330 candidates this election cycle. Uh, tonight, win or lose, the results for Republicans, um, how much of that will be because of Donald Trump? Uh let me do this. We're running out of time. Uh, we'll take a break real quick, and then we'll play How Did He Answer That Question? It was true Trump, man. It was good stuff. That's coming up five minutes. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Cycle. Uh, tonight, win or lose, the results for Republicans, um, how much of that will be because of Donald Trump? Donald Trump being interviewed. How did he answer that? I do want to get to that, but a couple of uh, quick texts at 874-9390 here. Wake up mid-Missouri. We're writing headlines after what happened last night. Bottom line right now, nationally, four Senate seats still in play. And those four races, don't you know, they are going to be key to the balance of the Senate. Very likely Republicans will take the House. Big story this morning. My headline, not a red wave. 
Stephanie's headline? Well, can I can I add one? Yeah. So locally, Boone County. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Marsh. Uh, but wait, can I add one yeah. though? Nationally, big Desantis energy. Yeah. Terry Lake was right. I mean, he had a huge, huge yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, and Hannah's headline is eh? Marsh. Could have wished for a red ripple at least. Uh, so here's headlines from you, Brad, 874-9390. Would love to hear, what is your headline? If you were writing a headline for a newspaper, Brad, headline, if you vote a Democrat, you get what you show. Michael, uh, anyone can be U.S. Senator. That would be the headline in a newspaper. Steve says, let's get Steph into that attorney general spot. I think there are lessons for conservatives from that Oz-Fetterman race, and we should talk about it. Like picking better candidates? Is that the big <laughs> There are lessons, I think. Uh, Some good ones. So Trump, uh, who endorsed uh, Dr. Oz, being asked last night, all right, you win or lose, you take the credit, you take the blame? Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all. <laughs> of course he said that. Classic Trump. Yeah. I mean, I think that is a, is a huge deal, though. And I think this is what gives me optimism is because as much as I love Trump, I really do not want him to run in 2024. Nope. And I think it, we had a problem with candidate quality last night, and I think it was his fault. And I think, and, and people are going to hate me for saying this, but I think he's going to be rethinking that, what, November 15th announcement? I, I don't know that it's going to be a, I'm going to, especially with DeSantis's performance last night, he's got to be reconsidering this morning. And I think that's a plus for the Republican Party because I feel like we need to move on. If we like, if it's Trump policies, that we liked. We liked the policies. 